Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Test, test, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three, check, check, check. Pish. No, nobody's going to hop back on the bandwagon. We're three and seven. <coughs> Just when I think we have any shrewd of respect left to fucking do something with our team, it goes in the other direction. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, what? do you have Zins on you? Yeah. Oh, bro. Okay. I might need a Winty. Winty sounds good. If it... If unless you need one, you're not getting one, bitch. Oh wow. Okay. Oh wow. On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we have a special Thanksgiving episode. Mitchell's getting out of here for the week, going over to Joyzy. So, uh, recording Don't on a Tuesday. That. We're recording like two days and five. So you know we're just getting after it here at Big Drive Energy. Um, we're going to talk about John Rom backing up his words. We kind of discussed him speaking out about how little points he was going to get on the DP World Tour. And he ends up winning the tournament. Like, hey, here's my... Talk about a stacked leaderboard. Yeah, you look at that, and then you... Yeah, we'll Just get... like Ron was saying. Yeah, exactly. We'll get into it, though. I mean, the PGA Tour event was very... Uh, um, Less than ri- appealing. Riveting. <laughs> Less than appealing. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about what we're thankful for in the game of golf. Uh, we're headed over to One Shot Back tonight after recording this podcast. Going to see what that's all about. I p- did a little simulator league yesterday with one of our uh, one of our guys, Sean. Awesome time. Uh, no free ads on the simulator place because we're going to One Shot Back tonight. Um, but hopefully going to do some events there, or do some cool stuff with the people at One Shot Back, as well as discussing 11 Twitter moments that almost broke the golf Twitter world. So we almost thought Twitter was gone. Everybody thought it was going to be disappearing about a I week never ago. Thought it was gone. I didn't either. Like I just logged on one day and saw everybody saying, oh, this might be my last tweet, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't. It's fine. But there were some crazy, uh, interesting golf Twitter moments, especially over the last year. So we'll recap all of those. And all of this is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Pins and Aces. Got the Pins and Aces hat on now. I get compliments everywhere I go in my Pins and Aces gear. Great logo. Great logo. The Spade logo is just as clean as it gets. The whole new fall collection is out, and they're doing a huge Black Friday sale. So use the code BF20 if you get some stuff in Black Friday. But if you're using the code at any other time and they're not doing a sale, use the code BDE for 15% off pinsandaces.com. The liquor stick, as you know, uh, if you follow us on TikTok, great product. Uh, I've got it in my bag currently. 
going to use it any chance I can get to sn- smuggle or, uh, um, excuse me, buy a 750 of liquor from the golf course and then put it in my golf bag and be able to dispense it right into my throat. Best way to get your alcohol straight down the gullet. They have the beer sleeve still. Hold seven beers. We'll keep you cool for your entire round. That also fits in your golf bag. So what do you think? A little beer sleeve liquor stick combo in the bag? What you got to take a club out for that? I think it'll fit. I don't know. It depends on what size bag you got. But yeah, that's a that's a dirty combo. Talk about getting hammered on the golf course. But I think you got to at least buy one or the other from the bar. You know, like I I think it it it'd be beneficial to buy the beers for your beer sleeve, but put some liquor in your liquor stick for the golf bag. Like that's that's what's going to save you the most money. Um but you're still supporting the golf course. You're still spending 30, 40, 50 bucks. I mean, some places that we'll leave unnamed uh, charge like $40 a six pack. So that's pretty fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, save yourself some money and uh, bring a little liquor. Get you the know? liquor stick. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with being economic. Licky sticky. Pinsandaces.com. P I N S A N D A C E S.com. Promo code B D E. All right. Let's. Tee it up. I love holidays. Like, even though Thanksgiving is Thursday, now recording this on Tuesday, it just feels like people don't need to get anything done this week. You know, you can always kind of give, like, the emails I've been sending out. It's like, ah, I know it's Thanksgiving week. Just get back to me next week. Like, even this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're like, nah, you know, we'll get back to it next week. Yeah, it is. I I think it's one of the probably the most celebrated, universally in America, celebrated holiday where everyone just does not give a fuck. Like, they just don't care, and uh, they're not really too concerned with work or anything, and that's just how I like it. Like, I... If I could treat every week like that, I would be pretty stoked. So I wish everybody else would treat it like that. I wish every week was Thanksgiving week. Fuck yeah. You know, that would be incredible. All right. Well, so I've got a story to tell. Um, pretty shocking, really. If you were, you had to be there, but I'm going to try to do the best I can to accurately you know, portray, accurate, portray yeah, this. Very good. Accurate, accurately <laughs> portray Jesus. what happened last night. So uh, one of our OG DNVR golf members if you don't know dnvr golf then you're not an og um one of our og dnvr golf members invited me to play in a simulator league and i was i'm not gonna lie like i love this i love hanging out with sean so i was excited to do it but i i'm a little bit of a golf purist uh sometimes in certain ways you know we've talked about the different ways you can be a golf purist i'm a little old school in the fact that like i'm not I will go to a simulator or go to a Top Golf for fun, but I'm not like gonna compete there. I, I'm very staunch on like, okay, this Where is. Where are you interested in competing? Uh, on the golf course. Do you actually feel like you compete? No, but like, I. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I just fucked up. <laughs> but like, I like if I'm gonna play somebody in golf, like I'm generally not gonna leave it up to a simulator. Oh, for you know, sure. Like, yeah, I, they're like, like a simulator hole in one bullshit. Like putting on a simulator bullshit. They're there's definitely it's it's like a range session, but to think it's anything 
past that. And even, you know, hitting off turf, it's not exactly the same. So you just take it for what it is. It's a good time. It's just not real golf. Exactly. But this is where I would concur or disagree, not concur. concur. The opposite of concur with that is this place I went to. So it has like eight bays. I get there and this league starts at 7 p.m., which that's one of the coolest things is the the fact that you can start a league at 6, 7 p.m. when people are off work, they don't have to take the day off, like super huge seller. I and wonder if the PGA Tour's new deal is going <laughs> to... Well, they, they, yeah, remember? I, they, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Okay, yeah. well, well, hey, don't knock it till you try it. But imagine winning a million plus dollars in simulator golf. Like I'm all about that it. That sounds dude. like a fucking sweet deal for can, whoever's can, doing it. But conditions are ideal. Yeah, you don't yeah, have what, to are they walk. Bust out a big ass fan and like oscillate it around the fucking the simulation so you can hit it in the wind and shit. Or is it just gonna be perfect conditions all the time? Well, maybe it's just perfect conditions all the time. But this place I go to, so um, league starts at seven. I roll in about five thirty, five forty-five because I needed to get a handicap and just kind of have an idea of like what. I'm going to shoot, which is hilarious because... Is this like an open gym where people are like warming up? Like, We'll get there. <laughs> so, Oh, he's making a fucking short story long here. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Um, so I get there. I have to do like at least nine holes. So they put me on this random cool course, play nine holes. I fucked up the simulator. The tee wouldn't go straight up right away. The tee wouldn't like come up on its own, which is supposed Bowl to do. Bowl in a china shop. Yeah, and, and I felt bad because I really wasn't... I'm... I'm as we talked about last podcast, I'm very sensitive to other people, especially running golf tournaments, running this stuff, like being as, as cordial as I can, doing things the right like way. Like fucking up the least. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I want to not trying to make their time any harder. Exactly, because I know exactly it how it is. It sounds like you didn't do that. Well, it wasn't in- intentionally. And, like I didn't intentionally get drunk and like start swinging around and scraping. Yeah, yeah, you didn't like cause some serious damage. So I go in there and I make a double bogey on the first hole, sick. End up firing 37, one over par. Great for me. Um, Inside of seven feet is a gimme, which is chill. No wonder you shot 37. No, I know, I love that. Would have been a 42. So, but the the actual, so to kind of refute your point about putting, that was the most realistic putting I've ever seen. Did they have like a putting track so, over to the side? Yeah, or? so to the left, well, b- there's both sides of it, but to the left of the hitting bay. So first of all, when the ball comes out, it like rolls down this little thing and rolls onto a tee, and then the tee automatically goes up. But So it, every ball's hit off a tee? No, just uh, let me finish. Okay. Well, that's... The, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it does every time the ball rolls down. So, so it does. It rolls on top of the tee, and then the sensors in the tee, if, it, if the balls on top of it the tee lifts up but so what you do is to hit any anything driver wise you leave it on the tee of course unless you're a psychopath um but if you're hitting an iron you knock it off the tee back to the little hitting area you know the little designated area with the sensors and then you hit and then the tee goes down and then you hit from there but the putting you there's another little dot to the left where you putt and there's a there's a straight line about a six foot or about six inches wide on a little plaque about two feet in front of the ball. So that kind of gives you the line from putting like, Hey, if you're hitting a three footer, which you wouldn't do, you'd only hit seven footers. That's the line of the putt. And they say that if you put it right, basically if you have a 14 footer, that's a putt right to the edge of the simulator. So if you have a 14 footer, you try to put actual speed to the edge of the simulator and it's pretty damn close. And it's like a Tiger Woods video game, so they show you the breaks. 
So you can move left and right when you're putting. Okay, cool. So super legit. Yeah. I end up shooting 37. But the highlight of my... You want a cookie? Yeah. uh, A little Danish would do. Uh, The highlight of my round is this fucking lunatic sitting in the bay to the left of me. I don't know if he's actually competed in long drives, but he was acting like it. He was going full, dropping weights at the gym, grunting mode. Was there a video of this? No, and I am sick to my well, stomach. Well, but I don't, like, you know how some people just make fools out of themselves in public for, like, video's sake? No, this oh, guy they, was okay, 100% was serious. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, so he gets in there, and this dude, this nice dude running this league, it's a 3v3 league, they fill up all the bays, so you have a threesome, you play against another threesome, you play lowest handicap versus lowest, mid versus mid, high versus high, net score, and then the... Two out of if two out of the three players win, you get an extra point. So it's a four points available per team per week. So, anyways, this guy's setting up this league. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm subbing. I'm sorry, I'm late. Let me get my practice round in, get nine holes, whatever. And because I know how it is when people sub last minute, it's just not easy. Like it, it drives me nuts. It was one of my biggest gripes about working at a golf course is when people would call on a Friday night for a Saturday tournament and change their partner, it changes their handicap, it changes their team, it changes their flight. Yeah, the whole bit. Oh, yeah. So I felt bad, but you know, it's not. This isn't overly competitive. This isn't a men's club championship, so we're good. This guy is to the left, double gloves, long driver, okay. just smoking it. And when I say smoking it, like he is, I'm no joke. I'm going to back away from the mic. And no joke after every swing, people started making fun of him from around. Like this other guy who was like bapping driver, getting like 130 ball speed and just yelling. Oh my God. But he, and he had a hype man, which was even worse. This old dude, Red Hawk Ridge jacket. I don't know if he's his coach. I don't know what the dynamic was. Yeah. Because I was so just, I was just trying to just fly through this nine holes so I could get my handicap. Yeah. And he is full grunting. He's throwing his driver when he hits one really good. He's like spinning around, spinning his driver. And he has a grunt style shirt on. I won't get too deep into that, but if you know, you know. If you wear one of those, sorry. Oh, like an affliction? Mm-hmm, like oh. a military shirt on. Oh, God. The words on the front. If if it doesn't kill me, it better start running. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I am I couldn't make this up. What? And so he is full on the whole hour that I'm practicing and warming up and whatever. He is I, I, the mo- the highest ball speed I saw him have was 192. So that's pretty much moving it. Like yeah, that, you know, that's right. mo- but then he starts berating this guy that's running the league. That's kind of works for X golf. I don't know if he he looked like an X golf employee. He served me a beer at one point, so it definitely was. <laughs> but he starts berating him that these numbers are off. He's like, these spin numbers can't be right. This can't be right. Like losing it on this guy. And he's like, I'm a. And then this is the best part. All right, nobody take this take this to offense. If I, if, uh, this handicap is a good golfer. He goes. I'm a fucking five handicap. I know what it's like when I strike the ball and how much it spins. Oh, my God. Dude, I was dying. You would never catch even a PGA Tour player saying that. But that's just like the whole thing behind it is the biggest issue is the people that think they're good. You know, it's this dude is just a classic case of zero self-awareness. Like, does... I, I just wonder what kind of fucking fantasy land some of these people live in. Like, have you never... 
do you not know how many five handicaps there are in this world? Like, what are you fucking special? Do you think? Oh, yeah. I just, I can't. Bro, at, it, at it, the risk of sounding like an asshole, I just don't. Oh, there goes the phone. Um, I just can't even be associated. I would have gotten such bad, like, third person embarrassment. I'm a big third person embarrassment guy where I can't even second be. Secondhand. Second. Yeah, third. Did I just say third, third? person, second hand? Oh. Could be the same thing. Is that okay? Yeah, maybe. Secondhand embarrassment. I can't be around it. Like I can't listen to it. It makes me cringe. Like I I just can't stand being around it. So I uh I wouldn't do well there. I, I would have ha- I would have said something to the guy and been like, You wanna you wanna play for something or you wanna you gonna fucking bust out the long drive? Was he hitting it straight or was he just hitting it long? No, he. he I didn't see the like he was carrying it anywhere in the neighborhood of, and they did have it set. The guy told me they they're like pretty serious, like it it they're pretty serious about the whole thing, like it being a league and whatnot. They're like it, it is set to elevation, but like if you hit it in the rough, it it'll tell you bottom right corner like what percentage of of the ball coverage. Like, uh, yeah, so like if you hit it in the rough and you were one ninety out, it would say ninety percent. So you basically had to hit it 210 to get that actual 190 out of it. So it's pretty legit in that circumstance. Like you hit it in a bunker, fairway bunker would be 50%. You know, it'd say 50%. Like you have to swing, you know, if it's a 50-yard shot, you basically have to hit a 100-yard shot. But, yeah, he was going off on this guy about numbers being wrong. Oh, what a He was switching between drivers. He was like, give me this one, give me that one, like to this random hype man behind him, that guy kept going, oh, that's crushed. Like, kept doing that, and I was just like, oh, my God. This Is this what Bryson DeChambeau has created amongst golfers? It very this well is the worst be. byproduct of any, like, golf spinoff of imitating a golfer that I... I didn't know these kinds of people existed, but it sounds like that's exactly what that was, and I I will never be a part of it. I can't be around it. Uh, like if you're a legit long drive guy, you can tell like when you, that dude that we, Josh Cassidy, who we're going to have on the podcast here in a couple weeks or next week, I think we talked about maybe yeah, next week, next week. After um, he's a legit long drive dude. And you could tell he hits it over fucking 400 yards, but ball speed of 192, you're producing, I mean, you're probably hitting it three, three forty. 350 at elevation yeah. and that's long don't get me wrong that's very long like right. i'm not calling that short by any means but that is in in long drive competition terms that is nothing that that's is, that is some of those guys like three woods yeah exactly fucking hybrids like look at even kyle berkshire's hitting a fucking two iron 350 so to think that and that's it probably at sea level or you know pretty close um so yeah, it's just a typical. Sounds like the a s- typical story of zero self awareness, just a giant douchebag, and the kind of person that we we don't want in golf. But I guess everybody kind of has a place, and they just kind of ruin it for a, a, a big majority. Like I guarantee you, everybody would have had a more fun time if he wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, one million percent. And so that he wasn't done yet, though. Ironically, so he. <laughs> So when the league started, I thought for sure like he wasn't gonna be in the league. Like, I, and I wasn't really paying attention. I was talking with Sean, having a having a beer, and we start playing against these other three dudes who ended up being really cool. But the so I, I'm like hitting, you know, and and you take turns too. It's kind of cool. Like you 
every all six players tee off, whoever's furthest out. Like it's like legit, you know, like legit golf round. Okay. And so I'm not paying attention. I'm like hitting a couple shots, and Sean goes over to the bar to get a beer. And dude was over there. I couldn't see him from where we were at, and I thought he, like I said, they said I thought he had left, but he was tech. I guess ended up being in a bay behind us where you can't really see with the post and. He go, apparently he was ye- once again in the face of this ex-golf guy yelling, I fucking hit it longer than anybody here. He's like, you fucking changed the numbers. You changed the, the like, because they can what change, the like, fuck? altitude. Bro, I, it was a movie. Like, yeah. I couldn't wait to talk about it today because of how fucking insane this guy was and how just outspoken with a bunch of people around. It's not like he was, like, you know, take me to the corner or take the guy to the yeah. corner, have a conversation. Like, yeah, just the just, absolute worst kind of person all the way around. Yes, the absolute worst oh kind of person God, dude, that we could find. And, I, and Sean, he goes, dude, did you get a video of it? And I said, no. And I knew immediately that my You're such a video slut, too. Like, I know, but I was trying to get this nine holes in. I was trying to get a niner in, dude, and the <sighs> fucking machine kept breaking, so oh I was already God. struggling. But, yes, it was... It would have been the greatest video I would I would have ever posted just from a standpoint of like people seeing what this dude was like. So you just have to take my word for it. But no I was joke. Gonna say it's one of those things you don't believe it unless you see it because that's how bad it sounds. No joke, that dude. That sounds fucking terrible. Absolute like yelling after every drive and then like getting pissed at him and saying fuck if he like didn't get the numbers he wanted or didn't care, didn't get the ball speed he wanted. It was absurd. But I will say my my look outlook on my opinion there we go my opinion on simulator golf has changed due to that place like okay i think i'm playing in a simulator league at that same place here this winter nice and i'm like excited like it was generally like it broke me out of my old school mode that like this is lame and this is for noobs and this is like for people that don't really golf and it can be for those people yeah. But like I genuinely had a good time playing in a league in with the the simulators were as legit as they get. Yeah. Like for sure. It was as close to as real golf as you could get, and I appreciated it. And it was fun. I mean, it does sound dope and it's a great like barrier for entry into the game, you know? It just you don't have to go out. It, there's something less intimidating about doing it there. And I guess you don't get the idea of like fixing your divots. You don't get the full full on course experience, but Still, it's it's an introduction. It sounds like that could be really good for somebody who's just getting into it. You know, it it doesn't seem as daunting just going into a simulator and hitting balls in a simulator than it does going out on a golf course. You know, the environment being surrounded by people, blah blah blah. It's it's almost more of like a bowling alley type of feel, I would say, to like where you can kind of get dialed and I mean, relatively speaking. <laughs> Um, you can kind of get dialed in and like really get a feel for it. So, I mean, I love the concept behind it, but naturally there's going to be people that ruin it. Um, like that douchebag. And, and dude, that's the thing, like going back to it, it's a tale as old as time in golf, but now Bryson DeChambeau has just reinvigorated this thought that driving it further matters than matters more than like being a good golfer. Like I, this dude, hypothetically, I I probably am like a plus two or a plus three. And if I walked over and I was like, well, I don't hit as far, but I'm a plus two or plus three, he'd be like, well, I don't care. I hit it for, I bet I hit it further than you. Like that dude on TikTok 
that one douchebag came at me on from our tick like the long drive TikTok, and he goes, "You got a fucking hazardous Hulk shaft, and you're you, you're only hitting it 280." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'd fucking mop you on the course." And he goes, "That's not what I said. I said I hit it further than you." Yeah, I'm like, and that may what, have been what this the- guy. <laughs> we, I should go back into this TikTok and see if it's this douchey guy. man bun. It. No, no, this no, guy. Grunt this guy's from Texas. That tells you enough. Of this guy's from Texas, and he's a total douche. And he ended up in take, jeans. He take he took a shot of my weight, so I won't forget that one. <laughs> there's some shit filed. You, yeah, people don't the, forget. I'll fucking I'll hunt that dude down in the middle of fucking West Texas. Yeah, one of the funniest things about Mitchell and I is obvious, and and everybody has this. If you have a brother or sister, or somebody you're really close with you know, like, the things that just get, get under yeah. their skin, so you can drive them more crazy than anybody normally could. Oh, for sure. Well, and so this dude, remember, he... So then I look at this guy, he calls me, like, Tubby or something, like... I'm like, dude, how old do you have to be to comment? Like, but that's just the kind of person I don't even need to fucking give him my time because who the fuck is talking shit in TikTok comments? That's an adult. Like, that's just beyond me. But then I look at his fucking TikTok... And it's about his weight transformation. Like, he just dropped, like, 80 pounds. And then he's talking shit to me about being a little thicker. And I'm like, bro, of all people, you should know what it's like to, like, be torn down about that. And I, I Like, it's not that big of a deal, but it's like, do you not have any self-awareness? Like, you're not, you just got skinny, like, a month ago, and now you feel like you can call people fat? That is so fucked up. Yeah, usually that's ironic because usually those people are, like are the, the most, most understanding. Yeah, yeah, most understanding. They're like, hey, I was in a bad place. Well, you know, he could have been in a bad place or just wanted to change. But Well, he lives in Texas, so he's in a bad place. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, like those are the usually the people that are like kind of <laughs> more sensitive to that and are like, hey, great for you or this or that, you know, like yeah, do this. He was just a massive douchebag, but that's just the people we get in our TikTok comments. So that's not super surprising, like. You kind of get what you, you know, comes with the territory. Yeah, real like, quick, um, we have some unfortunate news to share. Go If you guys follow us on TikTok, go and look at our last one. One of the best TikToks, if not the funniest TikTok we've ever made. The pepperoni nipples part. Is that what ended up getting cut? Yeah. So TikTok deleted our audio. Deleted our entire audio. They didn't think it was appropriate. When you have teenage girls out here nude fucking selling sex on the internet and we make a joke about pepperoni nipples and we're canceled like yeah they, what the fuck we had 2500 views on it within the first like three minutes so we knew we call it popping you know it's popping popping all and my phone actually whenever i text mitchell that it's popping it's all caps it automatically does that um and then i put the little pow emoji after it but it was going. It was going to the moon, and it was so funny. We actually, one of the first, if not, I think the first clip, first TikTok we've ever posted that had uh, uh, outtakes in it. Like, you yeah, know, because we, they were so funny, because I could not get the words out of my mouth. Because you were laughing so fucking hard. And TikTok decided to take it down. I reposted it, or the first one didn't get that much traction. The second one, I so I repo. I thought, like, there's no way, like, that we got in trouble for saying this when... We've said this shit, and I've seen... Oh, yeah, we've said way worse shit than what we said. And I was like, no way this got taken down, so I'll just... Maybe it's just an accident. I'll repost it. Reposted it, starts to go to the moon. Then it gets taken down. Sound gets taken off again after we had, like, five comments and 2,500 views. And then, finally, I redid the whole thing, took the clip out when I was trying to say what I was trying to say, 
And we end up getting like 7,000 views on it. So good for us. I It's yeah, so funny because lame. every time one of our TikToks like we think is really good, it's it's not as well received. And then when we push out a shitter <laughs> in our Just eyes, push out a big it's turd. all of a sudden it's like 500K. So, you know, thanks TikTok for, the, for hosing us on that one. Appreciate that. Really wanted that one to take off. Really thought that was an enjoyable one. Had the fire pins and aces polos on, fall yeah. collection, maybe, flamingo. Maybe fucking so Elon needs to buy TikTok so we can have free speech on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that segue us pretty well? That segues us really well I'm into fucking genius. Into our next <laughs> portion. Jesus. Spencer's just Dude, thinking just, about his words for uh, three yeah, to five I think, seconds. I think that's it. the problem. I just start to Are think about hammered? my words. Everything's in slow motion. No, I'm drinking a nice peach tea. No, just let ads. it fucking fly. Dude. Yeah, I know. But that my that God. segues us into our next segment of the eleven most crazy. I don't uh, think there was eleven, or was it not eleven? Do I? I think there's like five. Okay, well, crazy extre- exchanges Ten. on Twitter. Ten. <laughs> I don't know what I, where I got eleven from. Yeah. But, so we got a full front nine and a tenth hole, much like the nineteenth. We got hole. one playoff. Yeah. So everybody thought Twitter last week was going away. I didn't because I going wasn't away. I was going away. I have to think about going away. Um, <laughs> and so I I didn't really know what was going on to be honest with you. I I hadn't been on Twitter for a couple hours, which is probably a new record for me. And I was. Scroll logged on to our Big Drive Energy account, so it's mostly following like golf stuff, DNVR people, all that. And like, I just saw like six or seven tweets in a row that were like, "If this is my last tweet," like people were taking it super serious. That's because they're away. fucking idiots. People are dumb. And yeah. if Elon Musk paid forty-four billion or fifty billion for something he's gonna burn to the ground, then more power to him. I mean, we've discussed this, but it was all these fucking celebrities with their nose in the air. I'm not paying eight bucks. Oh, I'm not doing this. It's like, what product you overpay for shit all the time. And Twitter is like, everyone always said, how is this app free? Well, it's just not free anymore. Like, fuck it. If you, do you know how much enjoyment the equivalent of like, what, what dollar amount would you put on Twitter? Like, what would you be willing to pay for it a month? I'd pay 25 bucks a month, like, just to have, like... Yeah. You know, 100%. have it curated, have it my it's shit. It's almost like, like a gym membership for your brain. Like, if you put... If you think about it like that, like, you know, you're... you're it's f- takes up your free time. You can get news there. You can... It's it's basically free news. Yeah. So, like, well, what would... I would be will I'd probably pay 100 bucks a month for Twitter. Wow, that's a hot take. Like, I don't... I. I don't see a problem with it. And maybe you'd weed out the fucking idiots. Yeah, that would be nice. That's the one thing that would be nice about Twitter is if it was like cost money, there would be so many more people that like bots and people that just waste their time. Yeah. And talk about a good way to get rid of bots fucking charge per account. Yeah, that that is a great idea. And we'll we'll pitch that to our boy Elon. But (laughs) the one thing I will say is when I log on to Twitter, if you are a sports fan, it, it, okay, if you're not a, not a social media person in general, highly respect that. Never will be me, but I yeah. do respect it. Like there are some people that are just like, I don't want to be on it. Blah blah blah. Great for you. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for you. We're too far really. into, we're too far down this rabbit hole to give up now. Yeah, we got Twitter like right when it's right when it became. Yeah, I've had my Twitter my original Twitter account since 2010. I th- were we 2010 or 2012? I think you and I both downloaded. It says on your Twitter. Let's look at our Twitter. 
Maybe it was 2011. I just remember sitting in the closet when I was in college. Joined October of 2011. Did, I, we, did we join at the same time? I joined July of 2009. Holy shit. Oh, I'm an OG. That is 13 years. I am a massive OG on Twitter. God damn. But I just remember in college, I would sit in the closet, um, which I never came <laughs> out of. Um, but <laughs> the... Uh, at the daycare you worked yeah, at. Yeah, the daycare Let's... I worked at and just scroll Twitter. That was yeah. it. But re- relaying back to my original point, if you're a sports fan and you're on social media and you don't have Twitter, I do not it's know what the fuck you're doing. insane. It, it is the ultimate source to get any news, any breaking news, basketball, baseball, football, soccer even, ba- you know, hockey. It is the number one generator for sports and news combined. Did you see Jeff Passan the other day? No. He posted, like, a trade breaking on Instagram. He he was like, everybody go follow my Instagram. What an idiot. Yeah, well, I will what say there's... fucking dumbass. So there's a, a... Follow DNVR Rockies if you want all your Colorado Rockies news. There's another Rockies outlet that did the same shit. Oh, And my started God. posting, well, I guess we're going to have to do this now, like this. Dude, I was... Because Jeff Passan did it. Everybody, that is the thing is, like... Notes apps and Instagram. Oh, yeah. The new Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And that's that just goes to show you how many people don't independently think. (laughs) Like, like it's no, it's true. Like, they see one person do it. They're like, yep, this is it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Jeff Passan moved over to Instagram. I guess Twitter's over. Like, what? Like, just use your own fucking brain and, like, maybe do, like, 10 minutes of reading to see what's going on here. Like... Elon is not going to fucking spend $50 billion to cancel a company, to end a company. Like, and if he does, that's just the biggest dick out on the table move in the history of America. Like that, that, that can be nothing but respected, but any smart, logical person, which I think Elon Musk actually is. And here's a quick debate. Do you think Elon is stupid Due to this whole Twitter thing. And what is your definition of stupid? Because I personally think Elon Musk is probably one of the smartest people. He's been widely known by like philosophers and anybody that comes in his path. That he's one of the most like thoughtful, like smart people that there is maybe ever on earth. Like to create what he's created. And then you see people with their random fucking trying to get TikTok views saying Elon's an absolute idiot. He did nothing to to earn Tesla, to earn SpaceX, to do basically saying he's been handed everything. So I just want to see where you stand on this because I think the dude's a fucking genius. Well, yeah, before you even like finish your question and you said, I think the first part of your question was some was phrased in the amount of like, do you think what he's doing with Twitter is stupid? And I was like, I, my immediate thought he, was, do I don't you, think anything he does is necessarily stupid. Yeah. Like I, I would defer to him on any life choice <laughs> right? that I were to make. Other than naming your kids. Yes. Does he... Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's not my decision, personally. Well, have you... Uh, he is some fucking... I think he has 12 kids. Does he really? Yeah, dude, he pumps. Wow. Like, Does he, he have a wife, or is it like a... Is I think it like he's a got Travis like Henry four scenario? or five different... Five or six different... Five, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Derrick Henry for a second. I was like, I didn't know. No. But no, yeah, Travis Trav- Henry had yeah. it like that. Uh, Antonio Cromarty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They Nick have- fucking, uh, what is, Nick, uh, Nick fucking, what's the guy's? Cannon. Nick Cannon, thank you, yes. They actually, cold, cold Takes Exposed, 
just tweeted like uh, a TMZ tweeted out. Nick Cannon says he's done having kids for now. And they just tweeted like a, like a writing emoji. Like we're keeping track. Like he's definitely not done having kids. He's yeah. going to have fucking 20 of them. Yeah. But no, I don't. Sorry. Think- we got off on a tangent, but yes, any logical smart decision that you need your brain for, I would defer to Elon on like, I can almost guarantee maybe besides golf, he knows more about any possible thing that I could think of in this world than I do. Oh, 100%. And he, like, did you see the the troll tweet he had that night that everybody thought Twitter was going off? Which one? It was, I'll, I'll find it, the exact terminology because it was just so good. And he just straight up trolled, you know, he has 118 million followers. Yeah. Um. And dude, he's just he's just absolutely trolling in general. But so he goes, wait, he, this is a tweet from 15 minutes ago, 15 hours ago, excuse me. Wait, if I tweet, does that count as work? And then um, where is this tweet? He does tweet a lot though, so it's oh, like, it's gonna be a while for me to find this. But it was back. It, it was to the effect of. Weird. Twitter's hit an all-time high record with like a smirking face. And then yesterday, he tweeted 21 hours ago, Twitter added 1.6 million daily active users this past week. Another all-time high. (laughs) This will improve a lot as Twitter becomes fast to use outside of North America, Western Europe, and Japan. And like, dude, just trolling everybody. Do you know what? I saw a great great response to that, though. They're like, if... uh, If my house was burning down, or they're like, if your house is burning down and there's people surrounding the house, that's like, that's like your house burning down and there being a group of people watching it burn and thinking that that's like a good thing. Like basically equating it to Twitter burning down. And so everybody wants to get on and see it burn to the ground. That is a fair. It was, it was very funny the way it was put, but also that's just beta. Like that's not the reason people are like, Elon moves the needle. He's just fucking no. If you like him or you hate him, he moves the needle, and that's what makes money. That's what that's what creates things in this world. You know, it's either fueled by love or fueled by hate. But either way, it, it pushes people like new people towards Twitter. That even if they fucking hate Elon, they're like, I'm gonna see what all this is about. Yeah, so everyone has FOMO anymore. It all you, goes back to any pub is good pub. Yeah, and absolutely. that's exactly what Elon got. Yeah, Twitter blew up. And so let's get into this. Um, okay. Before we get okay. before we get into it though, I do want to tell you about the new diehard membership at All City Network. So DNVR specifically in All City Network, they redid the way memberships are are sold are and added a lot of things to a membership. So all Colorado sport reminder to all DNVR people, den- people around the state of Denver, every single Colorado sports game is on at the DNVR bar with sound. And if you are a diehard, you now get 15% off your entire <coughs> bill. So that's worth it to come down to the DNBR bar, have a few beers, and get 15% off as a diehard. You also get uh, discounts to every single event. So 20% off every single event we run. That includes golf tournaments. That includes tailgates. That includes takeovers. All of those things, you get 20% off. And you get a free shirt at sign-up and every year after that. So every single year, you are a DNVR or All City Diehard member, depending upon where you're listening to this podcast. You are getting a new free shirt from DNVR or the city you choose every single year. There's a Diehards Only Discord 
exclusive merch. You get your own physical diehard member card. You get premium content into your inbox, and all existing members are automatically upgraded to diehard. So there's diehard-only bonus podcasts coming soon and exclusive discounts from select partners. So make sure if you're not a DNVR diehard, become one. If you're not a CHGO or PHNX diehard, become one because there's a lot of awesome stuff. And really, if you just go to events and play in golf tournaments and do the fun stuff that we're going to create, you're you're paying for your membership right there. So make sure you head over to thednvr.com or allchgo or gophnx.com. Click on the diehard link. Get yourself a diehard membership. Become part of the diehards. And you get 20% off events, free shirt every year, and a bunch of extra exclusive content. All right. Top five Twitter beefs, or top ten. Let's let's go five. Let's go our starting five of these. So okay, I'm gonna so let you I'm gonna let you drive. Should I should we just I'll name it and then we'll talk about it and then I'll name another one. Yeah. Okay. So I think number one, and this was number one in the rankings, is the Grayson Murray Kevin Na beef. That was pretty fucking good. And the best part, like, they should have to duke it out at some point. There should be, uh, you know, there's there's areas where you can go box on pay-per-view. Um, I won't mention what it's called, but there's amateur boxing on pay-per-view that they should get Grayson Murray and Kevin Na for. Like, Grayson Murray's unhinged, and Kevin Na's like an arrogant um, kind of know-it-all. Like, if they, I, I would just love to see them actually duke it out. So if people don't remember, I'll quickly refresh your memory. Um, a golf reporter tweeted, Kevin Na walking in putts does not get old during the 2022 Sony Open. Uh, Grayson Murray replied, Kevin Na taking three minutes to putt them does get old because um, Kevin Na takes forever. And then uh, he's he's been well known to have yips before he stood over a driver and like been set up to swing at it and then just will swing right over it like He's had issues, and we don't want to shame anybody with golf swing issues because everybody's been that there. That shit cuts deep. Yeah. When, it, yeah, when you got it. It's, when you got it, it's, it's the shanks, the like the yips on the putting green. No matter what it is, when you're doing it, you can't stop it. It's it's a mental block. So we won't shame Kevin Na for that, but he does fucking take forever. Um, And then Murray... Uh, well, so then Na countered with, you missing the cut is getting old to Kevin... to. Jesus to um, Grayson Murray. And then Murray went back and said, love it. Little guy would never tell that to my face. Then deleted the tweet. Talk about whoever is Grayson Murray's agent doesn't get paid enough. First of all, cause he doesn't make enough money on the PJ tour to pay him that well. Second of all, I'm sure it's like a fucking, it's trying to manage a volcano. Like it could erupt at any time and you just don't know when it's going to happen. So, uh, that was a pretty good one. Um, Phil Mickelson, nobody gives a fuck. Here's a good topic that we really haven't talked about. Um, and this was kind of, it was a big topic amongst the now early, late 20s, early 30s guys on the PGA Tour that played in college like 10 to 12, 14 years ago about push carts. And we really haven't touched much on that. But... Uh, this was May of 2018. Harris English tweeted, I still can't take these pole carts seriously. Like with these grown-ass 19, 20-year-old fucking pro- borderline basically professional athletes pushing their their shit around. And like 
I hate to give myself an out, but I have scoliosis. So I did use a push guard at some point, and I even still carried. I carried a lot of the time. I mean, for 36, I probably wouldn't be able to carry. I was using a push cart, but I get a bat. I get a fucking out because of my back. All these able-bodied fucking f- super fit motherfuckers are out here pushing a push cart around, and like the our generation of golfers was having a heyday with it on Twitter. Yeah, because our generation of golfers, like when you we get were in so high school, shamed. one person had a push cart when we were in high school, if that. And it was one the or biggest two. fucking nerd. Yep. He got called out by everybody. He got shamed. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but you were, you basically were announcing that you were the biggest douchebag at the golf tournament if you had a push cart. Yeah. And, and then, you were, and you were going to shoot 100. And by the time we started coaching golf, so. Literally every from, single person had a push card. Yeah, going from six, the age of 16, 17 to the age of 26, 27, 10-year yeah. period, there was like five kids that actually just carried. And, yeah. it's, and it's probably because they were not set up well enough by their parents to buy a push cart. No <laughs> joke. Yeah. Those the kids are like, oh, I can't afford a push cart. Yeah. And, you know, th- I respected those kids that were just lugging their bag. You got to be smart about your bag. Don't throw a million balls in there. Don't th- have a liquor stick in there. You know, <laughs> things like that if you want to carry, but... Like it, it did a complete 180 yeah. from when, when we were in high school. Oh, 100%. And I just still can't believe that there's teenagers that like feel the need to carry or to, to push their bag around. Like some of the kids we had on our team, they were more than capable of pushing their, or I'm sorry, carrying their bag. And they just were softer than baby shit in a microwave. You just, <laughs> wow. I've never heard that you last ne- term. You never heard that the no. mi- in the microwave. Think of how soft that is. Anyway, I <laughs> that's wet. <laughs> what is wet? Is water soft? <laughs> I mean, it's very soft. It's borderline liquid. Um, but yes, that was basically half of our high school golf team that we coached. And now that we are no Charmin. longer high school employees, we can probably say that. Charmin. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. So let's get one. Let's get one more Twitter beef. We'll get to the ROM stuff, and then we'll finish up the podcast. Uh, talking about what we're thankful for because we want to get that in. Thanksgiving is an awesome time of year. And I think the best part of the year is like the holidays. Like you got, everybody's got a lot of problems. <laughs> We've known the, the older you grow, the more you see how many problems people have around you that they just hide really well. But yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas are kind of just two times where people just kind of forget about their problems. And Christmas, Hanukkah, or any of their those, problems just, are very, very much well, more visible. Yes. The- but overall, like yeah, it's a good time to try to think of all the good stuff and you have, you have in your life and find that silver lining. Exactly. Um, also, the last one we'll touch on real quick is basically Patrick Reed's family, either his wife's burner or his burner, or I don't know how many people are logged into that account, but uh, basically Patrick Reed's burner being exposed and it being pretty widely known that Patrick Reed has a burner Twitter account. Um, I'm not sure if it still exists or not. It's under the handle. Oh, well, it, it was Patrick Reed actually fully exposed himself because he was tweeting from his own account. I forgot he did that. He was tweeting from his own account. He thought he was tweeting from a diff from his burner. The fucking Kevin Durant move where you forget to switch over to your burner and everybody finds out. So he tweeted Rory McIlroy did the same thing today on hole 18 and didn't even call a rules official over to deem the ball embedded end of story in all caps. Like he, he thinks he's like, he's like laying on his couch after a couple whiskeys thinking he's all fucking smart, on, like 
going in with his Twitter fingers and then for completely forgets to change the account over to his burner. And so now he basically got completely exposed um, to everybody that he's more of a fraud than he already was. So I guess it's not really surprising Reed has a burner because if anybody did on the PJ tour that did anything worth mentioning and worth having to defend, it would be him. So um, it kind of makes sense. Are you talking shit about burners? I will say, <laughs> I will out myself right now. I'm not giving the username. I have an ironclad burner. Uh, the only thing that it connects me to is the state of Colorado and Denver. So do you, but do you, you don't go too far. No, no, no. It's more just saying things that I would probably get canceled for as a DNBR <laughs> employee or all city employee or just things that I want to say, especially to Denver media people, not in my own company. Um, that I really want to say, but then when they connect it back, then I have to have a meeting. I don't want to do that. So I have an ironclad burner. I have 147 followers. Well, don't expose yourself. Oh, I'm kind of, no, I'm not exposing myself. I mean, it's going to be hard to find. I have a hundred and yeah, I have a hundred plus followers. Let's put it that way. 147 was a lie. And all of my tweets, like I started this account in August of 2016. So it's six years old, not like a brand new zero followers has a cool picture, um, but yeah, I have an ironclad burner, and I'm proud of it. So yeah, that you're the I, kind of person that would also have a burner. Yes, I am, and I, I just am. don't get that worked up on the internet. Like, I don't get that worked up, but I want to sometimes just release my feelings, and that's where I can do it safely <laughs> towards certain people. Don't talk to your wife about it. Just go to Twitter. No, just go. Well, free therapy. Yeah, I mean, maybe she, Elon can start charging for that. She doesn't want to hear the nonsense that I get worked up about on the internet. It's mostly just sports takes, bad sports takes, and people just saying idiotic things. So I like to just call them out to my hundred plus people. That's fair. Yeah. Whatever. So. Whatever you're into, different strokes for different folks. Exactly. All right. John Rahm. Uh, we talked about it last week. We'll just congratulate him on the win um, in the DP World Tour he, Championship. Pretty hilarious because, like we said last week, he made comments about how little world golf ranking points he was going to get for that and just just like you said earlier let's just go through this leaderboard quick we're not big golf statistic guys we come on here to bullshit and have fun about golf but uh you got john rom 20 under par alex norin tyrell hatton at 18 rory mcelroy at 16 tommy fleetwood matt fitzpatrick rounding out the top five at 13 under stacked ass leaderboard. that is yeah incredible leaderboard from top to bottom, even guys like, you know, other guys finishing in the top 20, we've got um, nobody good. <laughs> I, I mean, I all the good. Min Woo Lee, not a bad player. Who? Maximilian Min- Kiefer. Oh, Min Woo Lee. Victor Hovland was 23rd. Gigolo Migliozzi was 23rd. So, I mean, it's honestly not that bad of a... Let's put it this way. The field was more name recognizable than the RSM Classic. 100%. Like, Cole Hammer was winning the fucking RSM Classic, leading for, like, two or three rounds. Like, is that a fucking meme? Is that fake? Like, the dude's name is Cole Hammer. I actually think he went to Texas. I think he's... Yeah. No, he's, he's like, an emerging superstar. Yeah, he's got a great story, which they put on on the PGA Tour website, which I love. Oh, getting off on another tangent. Hilarious. So... Going back to this guy at one sh- at oh um, the bar I went to last night, not one shot back, which we're headed to here shortly, but the one the place I went last night, the guy being a douchebag. So there was a guy that came into the DNVR bar last week that was the same kind of guy, just 
not like grunting over golf swing, but just like a, a big Whiny. dicker, basically. Yeah, like. yeah. And so I ch- he didn't want to pay for the entrance fee for the Legends Night, which goes to charity, so it's like 20 <sighs> bucks. And he was bragging about how he lives next to John Mitchell and blah, 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 blah. But... And, and bragging about how many Twitter followers he had when I started talking to him, I kind of got caught where I was like, oh, I can only talk to this person as I was walking through and he oh. grabbed me. Um, loves golf, said I can get, get me on Cherry Hills whenever he wants. I was oh, like, oh, yeah, that this kind of guy. guy, yeah. And he said, <laughs> so I haven't looked into this any further, but he said that he's in like technology and he was one of the first people that created the PGA Tour Live Leaderboard, which if you watch the Live Leaderboard, it sucks ass. <laughs> It's not great, but the, the PGA overall, Tour app in general fucking sucks. Yeah, it's not great, but I thought that was funny because he was like going on and on about creating that, which cool if he did, great. Should have been like, have they done anything with it since you created Dude, it? Because that's I, how fucking slow was, it is. If I was you, if I had your like <laughs> quick wit, because well, I immediately thought of it, but like I just can't say it. Yeah. But yeah, the live leaderboard in PGA Tour is not great. It, it is cool that it, when it's working well that you can see like how far away a shot is. Like that's pretty incredible. And he said he created that, so that was cool. But basically, just got me on the you know the PGA Tour leaderboard, yeah. thinking about that. And then he just BD'd me the whole night, basically telling me all the shit he created and how cool he was, and couldn't didn't want to pay twenty dollars to charity to get into the bar. Yeah, what a fucking <laughs> hilarious d- douchebag of the week. Yeah, douchebag. Well, of the I guess week. it's he he co won that award. Yeah, we we're gonna word. give we're gonna give a, a participation <laughs> trophy to both of these both of these fine For gentlemen for being the biggest assholes yeah. we have come across this entire week. All right, let's finish this pot up with a little bit that we're thankful for. Let's go golf, non-golf. We can kind of just open up. Um, I'm thankful that, like, I'm at the point in my golf career where unless I really, like, spend time and, like, work hard, I pretty much know what I'm going to get every time I go out on the course. And it's nothing overly impressive. Yeah, so I'm going to cut you off. But, like, when I shot that 39 for my handicap, because I... First of all, I, I don't want to go. I'm I don't think I'm the greatest golfer ever for this you know this indoor simulator. Yeah, and I don't. I, I think everyone would agree. Well, but the thing the thing is is though as I shot that 30, 38, or I think it was maybe thirty eight. I birdied ten, which he didn't take into account. So I was. <laughs> I you're like, hey, this dude's no, bitching him out over well, there. You're on like, the first hole, get I was over here in the fucking. I birdied trees. ten. No, but so I was. I I was three two over par so thirty eight but I was one Holy over fuck. how many more times do you have to say it but basically I just like I remember doing this like I was kind of like yeah that works like <laughs> but I didn't the thing the one thing I didn't want to do was fire a forty two or forty three in this handicap thing because I'm not it's not that that's a bad score but I didn't want to like come to this league as a sub just trying to have a good time and then all of a sudden like win you know because I was like two under par in the actual league nine. So I didn't want to come there, have a six handicap, seven handicap overall, getting three or four strokes on nine holes and then shoot two under par and win the league, you know? Like I ended up, I was two under through five. You didn't I ended up it? No, I didn't want to be that guy. So like when I shot 39, I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> That's ex- me. You yeah, know, like, exactly. Like it just, you just kind of know what you're going to get. And yeah. as long as you're okay with that, like that's what I'm thankful for is... I'm usually going to hit most of the fairways. I'm usually going to hit wedges pretty well. I'm usually not going to hit any fairways. I'm Um, usually not going to make any putts. My long irons are iffy. My long irons are great. Um, And I am going to miss a handful of birdies that I can make. I'll make a few putts that I shouldn't make. And that's it. Like, I'll usually shoot around even maybe a couple under, maybe a couple over. But that's just my life. That's just my golf. That's I could do it blacked out. I can do it sober. I can do it fucking feels like with my eyes closed at this point. It's just, it's mundane and it's 
I'm, I, but I appreciate it because I, I can, I can do it in any environment and it's not that impressive, but it's just so easy. Like I'm never going to be nervous because I know what I am and I know what I'm not. Like I'm not expecting to go out and shoot 65, but I also know I'm better than 75 or 80, you know, like, and I, I know I'm afforded this luxury. I worked very hard on my golf game for a long time to now be able to sit back and not give a fuck about it and still play decent golf. So it wasn't, it was earned. It wasn't just handed to me. There's, you know, there's, there's no substitute for hard work in the game of golf, but I just don't give a fuck anymore. And I still can go out and like get it around. Like I can still compete. So that's that. I would say that's the thing I'm most thankful for in my golf game. And so now I want to hear, I'm trying to think of your game What's the first thing that comes to mind that you're thankful for? Um, you thankful for liquor? Yeah, that's that'd be one A. <laughs> um, but no, actually, like this is gonna sound lame, and like I'm pretty much all in on this like simulator stuff now. It I'm thankful like it. for these spots that creating an awesome atmosphere that people can go in the winter. Because yes, sometimes we're birds out on golf in the winter, but people aren't, and our we only grow if people love golf and yeah. are excited about golf. And these places creating such an awesome laid back, the atmosphere they create is what I'm thankful for. These places are pretty cool. Each individual one, like I'm excited to go see one shot back and what it's like tonight. But these, these places creating a fun laid back atmosphere for the game of golf. I'm thankful for them because they keep golf going in States that we live in like Colorado throughout the whole winter. And so I'm thankful for, simulator places i'm thankful for bars i'm thankful for all these places that are making golf kind of cool and fun and we had this great call today with a place down in phoenix that a lot of plans for this place uh and and doing hopefully things around the country and simulator golf and indoor golf ranges and these things make it possible so i'm thankful for that okay um overarching i'm thankful for so i don't think i've you know i'm gonna announce this to our listeners um, my wife, Kylie is pregnant. We're about to find she's pregante. Um, super excited for that. Oh, I'm yeah. going to be a papa. I'm going to be a proud oh, papa my God. come July next year, but we'll actually find out doing a little golf ball, uh, gender reveal here after this pod as well tonight. Super red letter night for me. One shot back golf ball, gender reveal nuggets game. Going to be a great evening, but, uh, I'm just thankful for the fact that I get to be a dad and you get to be an uncle because you're going to be the A1 uncle. I'm going to, I am built to be an uncle. Like that is, I think my calling in life, I am just going to be the uncle that shows up. I'm just kind of all over the place. Um, throw a little money in their pocket. You know, I get to come in, I get to be, if we're playing good cop, bad cop, I'm just always the good cop. Cause I don't have to deal with the consequences of it. So um, I'm going to make your life a little bit harder than it probably needs to be. Yeah. As long as my kid's spoiled, I'm happy with it, but it's not by me. Yeah. I'll because spoil. then it's like, Hey, I, I can be the disciplinarian. I can do the things I need to do to create, create. <laughs> I already did that, <laughs> uh, to raise a good child. So I'm excited for you to be, I hope my kid likes golf, to be honest, uh, girl or boy. Do you want me to coach like, it? Uh, no, I don't want to push it. Like, well, no, we I, won't I, push it, but I, I hope mean, it's interested in a, I can't wait till I can say he or she. I'm excited for that part instead of calling it an it because it's definitely not an it. It's a very special thing. Um, but like, I'm excited for that like chapter of my life, and and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, dude, that's fucking awesome. Um, I don't have quite the same, you know, magnitude of uh, thankfulness for. Uh, I don't really have anything that large going on in my life. 
but I'm just thankful that I have a, a great, like that you and I get to do this. I know this, we're sitting here in the dark because we didn't turn the fucking lights yeah, on. Yeah, it's in starting the to studio. get pretty dark on us. Yeah, great podcasting. We're sitting here in the fucking dark. It's like we're telling scary stories, but I'm just thankful that we get to do this and that I have a brother that's so close to me and um, that we are able to spend this time together. And I'm thankful for my family, my mom, girlfriend. You know, I'm going out to New Jersey to see her and I'm really excited for that. Um, get to meet the extended family. It Ooh. sounds like some of them won't be there, but a lot of them are going to be there. So, or the ones that are important are going to be there. So I, uh, need to make a good impression. Can't get buckled, you know, gotta, gotta keep gotta it keep, dialed. Keep it airtight. Yeah. Gotta lock it up. Lock. So, um, I'm, I, one thing I say, I will say I'll be thankful for when it's over is getting there and getting back because traveling on Thanksgiving is a fucking joke. All the airports are already a joke, just on a random any day of the week. So I am ready to just get into it tomorrow. So how early are you getting there? That's the question. Well, well I'm driving me. you, yeah. but like how? I'm gonna get there two hours before. Oh I have no bag. God, what? okay, here we go. I have no bags to check. Well, dude, if the security lines out the asshole, don't you have clear? Yeah, I have clear. No, you're fine. No, yeah, we'll get I'll you there forty minutes before. Oh fuck that, dude! <laughs> I'll roll through pretty quick, but I like grabbing a bagel. I don't mind sitting there and waiting a little. Like, I'd rather be there early than late, because especially over Thanksgiving, I'm normally, I'm the same way you are. I'll roll it. I'll get there an hour beforehand. I'll walk up to the gate, and we'll be boarding, and I'm fine with that. But this is too hard of a day to miss your fucking flight and try to find another one. Like, I'm not, I'm just not dealing with it. I'd rather spend the extra hour, make sure I'm in the clear, so, in the clear. (laughs) And if you don't have clear, like, no free shout outs, but clear changes the fucking game at airports. You go to a much shorter line, they scan your face, which is kind of, you know, if you're a tinfoil hat guy, probably not for you. But then once they scan you through, you move to the front of the security line. You immediately go get in line and start unpacking your stuff to go through the detectors. Like, it it changes the fucking game traveling. My, I got my girlfriend into it. <laughs> I told her to get clear, and she she won't travel without it now. And she's got her whole family set up on it. Like, it makes traveling so much easier. So, shout out to Clear. That's what I'm thankful for. Get to my gate in plenty of time. Grab a bagel, maybe a coffee, and try not to shit my brains out on the flight. There you go. I love it. <laughs> all right. On that note, uh, we hope you're all thankful for something in your life that's uh, that's good or bad right now. And then hopefully, if it's not good, it's going to turn good or you got some exciting things coming up. Holidays are coming up. We appreciate you guys all tuning in to Big Drive Energy each and every week. Follow us on Twitter at Big Drive Energy, on Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod. Uh, we're going to head over to One Shot Back, hit some shots, maybe uh, see what we can start creating there and what we can do with them. Uh, bar, awesome uh, simulator bar here over in Rhino area by uh, Coors Field. So super excited to do that. Enjoy the weekend just enjoy your family football food whatever you whatever it is you get into on thanksgiving it's always a great time of year we'll be back next week with a guest i believe we're gonna have mr cassidy on a long drive champion of i would assume of some sorts um and he's gonna we're i gonna, think he's won things yeah we're gonna talk he's he's gonna bring the real big drive energy to big drive energy next yes, week he so is. excited for that we will talk to you guys next week have a great rest of your week peace, peace. Yeah, I felt like that was good.